What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja Vu Podcast. This is, I don't know, season three of the podcast, our third year doing it. Yeah, that sounds uh, right. We're, yeah, and we're talking Breaking Bad, and we're talking more specifically Breaking Bad season two, episodes one through three. This is uh, Trey Mitchell, and I'm here with... What's your name again? <laughs> Usually oh, you forget the name of the podcast, not your co-host. I forgot the name of you, even though I'm looking at it right there. Travis Mejia, I've known you for a very long time, and I forgot your name. It's okay, Trey. Just like Walter White forgot where he was. Whoa, bringing it back to Breaking Bad. That was good. Hey, Trey, how yeah. are you doing? I enjoyed uh, your intro there. You seem to have like uh, some sultry tones going on here today. You. Yeah. It, felt, it felt like you were introing an NPR podcast just now. This is an NPR podcast. We are <laughs> pivoting. This is now an NPR talks Breaking Bad. And we talk about all we talk about how Breaking Bad represents um toxic masculinity and the the wealth the, divide. The economic the wealth divide and the economic crisis of the 2000s and It's a think piece uh, really. Trump. Yeah, think piece. How Breaking Bad ushered the era of Trump. That's what our <laughs> podcast is about. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, no. And I mean, we're going to talk about Joe Biden's dog, too. Perfect. Perfect. That's good. You know, I, I, while we're on the topic, there is no bigger anti-masker Trumper than Hank in the entire show. Am I right? Uh, man, he's such a sweet guy, though. I know, I'm but he fits the mold. He him. fits the mold. He fits the mold. Actually, I don't know. He seems like I'm going to go with the flow kind of guy to me. Like, <laughs> I, I can maybe see me like, yeah, this is ridiculous, but he'll do it. Like, he's well, not as gonna... soon as they start telling him, like, you can't uh, you can't tell the hooker that you're going to question that she needs to uh, get back to doing Wendy's because her name is Wendy. Her His political correctness isn't what I would call on point. And I think that's no, where the... But... the, the, the the wall would start to come up. Yeah, I could see him getting me too. You know, but maybe, maybe cancel know. cultured. I don't know about me. I don't think he's grabbing, grabbing, uh, grabbing anybody by the pee or anything. No. But he's he could definitely fall into cancel culture if he's like leading the DEA and they find some some tweets from a few years back after he decided he he's wanted tweeting. to go. Yeah, he's tweeting after he tried to go into the grocery store and they kicked him out like Bruce Willis for not wearing a mask. Mm. I don't know. I'm not going to put that on Hank. That was a very wide web I just cast, but I felt like I feel like I'm hitting Hank on the head right there. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm uh look, he's not the most intelligent guy, maybe. He uh but I I'm not going to put I don't know. I mean, maybe we could ask Dean Norris or uh <laughs> we can't if ask his character Hank. would wear a mask. You can't ask Hank, no, cuz he's he didn't have an opportunity to be an anti-masker. That's true. Yeah, no, I keep running into that. Um, but I do feel like Hank in these few, in this like kind of grouping of episodes, kind of back half of last season came into his own as the like comedic foil for, for Walt in some way, as he seems to be like getting closer to on his trail. And, uh, he, Hank is just, the character is just beautifully written and Dean Norris plays mm -hmm. it perfectly. I think right now he's probably my favorite character going. Despite He's my my suspicion likeable. of yeah, despite my suspicion well, of his anti-masking, 
I mean, Jesse is likable too, but I, I don't think Jesse is as likable as he gets. Jesse's uh, uh, sympathetic. I don't know that I'd say he's sympathetic, likable. right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know that I would go as far as to say he's a likable character. Uh, it's funny because, like, yeah, Hank is definitely like, you know, you bring up definitely not politically correct. Definitely has a few racial epithets, right? Yes, yeah, <laughs> says a few few things, but you know, it seems to it seems to kind of just be just how they talk. Yeah, most of the, none know? of it ever feels like it's in. Um, it, it seems like he's a jokester. And that right. he's just got a lot of quick things that he likes to say that are sort of on the mm-hmm. edge of being okay to say to somebody. But they're, in nature, sort of funny. <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, look, it, he's very funny. And, he, and, and it, it seems that everyone at the police station likes him. Uh, he absolutely. seems to be very popular. He seems to be an amicable guy, right? Yeah. And he's I, the center of attention. And the you know he uh, let, let's get into the episode because like there's some things I feel like he's he's like this super cop and he sort of lucked into a super cop situation. Yes, but I feel like the cracks in the second and third episode in his like actual ability to cop and actual like apt- aptitude are starting to show through a little bit, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's mostly brought on by Walt. But like we'll get into some of the details here, uh, here in a little bit once we get into those episodes. Um, but one thing I did want to bring up before we get into all of this, I did, I know we talked about this in the last episode. I did a little bit, I did a little bit of research. Trey did some of the research online. I did it online. I did it on my phone, actually online on my phone. And Mm -hmm. I found out that the first season had that really weird episode run, really weird short run of seven episodes. So what happened was, is the writer's strike cut that first season down a little bit. It happened right at the end of, uh, of the writer's strike. They were putting, they were putting the full season together. So I feel like these first two episodes were probably originally designed to be in season one. And it, yeah, they feel like the, the penultimate in, and finale and the the third episode like it's crazy to have these three big bangers in a row right off the top of your season but it makes a lot of sense when you're kind of ending we even talked about this in the last episode in the last episode that it it didn't like the finale didn't necessarily feel very finale-ish and the episode before almost felt more finale but not totally and it it makes sense the story wasn't done there was a there's a strike in the in the union and we had to kind of play this thing by ear and i wonder if that's part of the reason why the first season didn't catch fire like mm-hmm. the rest of it or the reason you know i think almost everybody puts the caveat on when they tell somebody hey you should watch breaking breaking bad is that first season's a little bit harder to to slog through than the rest of it and i wonder how these two episodes being put in that first season heard it in some ways in the beginning or if maybe putting it all at the front end of this second season sort of catapulted it into this different dimension that it was in could have definitely could have uh, i mean I, I feel like the show didn't get really really popular until like season four 
I yeah, think. I, 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 t- I totally know? agree. And I wonder, like, again, I wonder if, like, some of these early issues that we had were kind of bothering people at the time and they just weren't taking the show as seriously as they probably should have. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, this second episode in these three is my favorite one that we've watched so far. Um, mm-hmm. Even the third episode in the season is is really interesting and in, in not like your normal episode of TV. It's very unique. Uh, I found a lo- all three of them to be sort of like uh, very David Finchery, uh, very uh, very Memento in some aspects. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the way that it was paced out. Like so, this season the first episode starts with the flash forward of the little the eyeball in the pool and the mm-hmm. the pink teddy bear toy which we don't even get payoff on that for quite some time i don't remember but it happens this yeah. season but it, i know i was reading a review and there was a couple of complaints of like this and the uh the alchemy or the car at the end of the second episode wasn't necessarily exactly what the flash forward showed us and there was a little impatience in the writer that, like, you're showing us this stuff and it's not really tying together. So it feels like you're just creating these beautifully shot moments, which are cool, but you're not using them. You're just putting them there. And I wonder if there was some impatience with the way it was the show was building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were complaining that the <clears throat> beginning was a little more extravagant than the actual... Yeah, like it wasn't the car. So like the car in the second episode when the the flash forward hits and the car is like violently bouncing and there's all these bullet holes and casings. But then when Hank shows up and everything actually goes down, it's really not that extreme. It was kind of I I mean, personally, I didn't really care. It just seemed pretty close to me. And the bear thing, they just hadn't paid it off yet. It just hadn't happened yet. The the bear thing, I, I feel like that is sort of a. I don't know if it's a letdown, but like I think it's definitely not as crazy and as you think it's gonna be. Yeah, and you know, and then and you know, we talk about Sopranos subverting expectations. It's sort of very Sopranos, where and I mean, I I don't think we're breaking. I don't think this is a spoiler thing. I mean, it was a plane crash right. that happened because of uh, the grief of a father, mm-hmm. and so and pretty much that that was because of Walt. And I can't, I can't believe that happened in this season. I know. You know? Like, some of these That's things crazy. are... It, I think this show in particular is working really weirdly as far as the timeline because I... Mm-hmm. We talked about this earlier in one of the previous episodes that this is one of those first shows that, like, I viewed almost exclusively through streaming until the very end, like, maybe the last mm-hmm. couple seasons. So, like, the timing of how everything breaks out and the pacing of things didn't necessarily affect me the first time through the way they are this time i you know part of it's you're looking at it with a more critical eye but also it's just you know you're i'm watching it more broken up instead of you know one night i watched season one episode six seven and then season two one two three in one day now Mm -hmm. i'm really breaking it up and watching it a little bit closer to if you were watching it live that's probably changing the perspective on things a little bit as well I just found sure. it. I just thought it was interesting. Some of the early com- looking at some of the early complaints of the show and trying to figure out how a show this good 
uh, all of a sudden in season four is like every it's the no doubt best show on TV and one of the best ones we've ever seen. It's just kind of it's interesting. And obviously some of it is the saturation with Netflix. Like it was just a wider, a wider audience it got Mm -hmm. out to just interesting to look at and look back on. Yeah, I have not been really reading much on it, and I probably should. Yeah, you're no, doing a podcast anymore. about it, Trey. Jeez. I know. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so Walt, yeah, we, we pretty much picked things up right as the last season ended. Mm-hmm. And Walt's, you know, I forgot how quickly this all ends up, you know, with Tuco and, and, and his final demise. Because... Uh, because yeah I, again like the the timeline's kind of weird i i thought there'd be a little bit more I, I remember there being more with with uh tuco and them but it seemed like right after that where he beats up the guy and kills him like that's it there's yeah, it's no kind of business is over and now we're on to the yeah. next the next step of both side both parties planning to kill each other or to do whatever they are yeah i mean it's yeah, like because I it's originally crazy. was like, oh, Tuco did that as like a, because I was wondering if he kind of did that as like I don't think he's I don't think he's very calculate calculating. I thought that was more of a calculated move, but I don't think so anymore. Yeah, like, no, I don't think he calculated that, especially you know, like, when okay, he comes beat up this guy. Yeah, when he comes back right. and he's clearly a little frazzled. I don't think he really intended to. I don't even think he was trying to make a statement. I think the guy just snapped. Like I think he's clearly got some. He's uh, just yeah <laughs> propensity he's, he's not a very calculating no intelligent guy he's just and it yeah yeah no it just uh it, yeah no and poor poor gonzo just he just wants to be christian and and bury his friend <laughs> but uh tuco's not not gonna have that uh yeah so they do this was interesting after the after the beats this what this guy i can't remember this guy's name what was his no show or no something i don't know uh they they pull him into the car and they drive away and like walt and jesse get in the car and walt immediately starts calculating how many weeks yeah. he needs to do this <laughs> which of course we know is bullshit anyway he was never gonna stop but it's just uh it shows how uh a, a traumatic experience can change your perspective on things mm-hmm they should have met at the mall from the start. Should, <laughs> should have gone have... to the mall. Should have gone to the mall. Yeah. And uh, Walter comes home and just kind of posts up in front of the TV <laughs> doing some, some he creepy. He acts so strange. Like, I don't know. It's He's not good at hiding that there's something he wrong. He is not. No. For... He doesn't have that down. No. And it, it, I guess he... It's not intentional on his part, but the cancer is doing doing all the work in his his story, because like mm-hmm. you put cancer in the mix and like <clears throat> erratic behavior becomes not weird, uh, especially eighteen months to die cancer. Like mm-hmm. you're kind of allowed to work inside the space however you want, and he's clearly stepping outside the space, which is causing some warning flags to go off. But then he also does stuff like this where he nearly rapes his wife. Yeah. That was very hard to watch. And so sudden, like, is he getting off on the, on the experience? Is that, was he going home to see if any, if the cops knew about the murder or was he just going home to like 
see part of his crime on TV like he like he was at the uh oh, I, maybe all of it. All of it probably. All of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like he's already fingered his wife while they were talking about his crimes at the school. Yeah. So, he was just trying to get a little uh get a little extra in there. I mean, that Turns was on. incredible. Danger. Like Yeah. How early uh I I guess I I mean, I remember that. But I don't remember it being season two, episode one, where the man tries to rape his wife. Right. Yeah, that's that's such a weird. I don't know, and I guess I guess you know you kind of forget that in a weird way, and it's like you know we don't really hold that against him, but he kind of did. Right, and just she that. even was kind of like you know I understand that you're upset, but you can't take it out on me. And I mean, what else is the wife supposed to do in the situation? I guess, but like. Man, <laughs> that was uh, out of nowhere. Out yeah. of nowhere. Meanwhile, uh, Jesse goes to the taco shop and picks up a gun. Mm-hmm. Which that he doesn't know how to use. He doesn't even know how to open the dang gun. I, I, I don't. I don't think I know how to open a gun either. To be honest, I'm not a gun guy. I haven't shot a gun since I was probably like eight. Really? Okay. You shouldn't broadcast that, man. You I probably you don't have a gun. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't have a gun. I said that I don't know how to shoot it. Don't know how to use so it. So that can make me so. more dangerous if indeed I do have a gun. Okay, a little bit more. A little bit more. It's Maybe not like you to you. Maybe that almost makes it more dangerous to me and less dangerous for you. So right. I, again, I don't know that I should be broadcasting. Don't rob my house. I don't live uh, somewhere that's robberyable. I have uh okay. Yeah, I got a security system and everything. You have sharks. Yeah, I've sh- I've a moat and sharks around my house near the country club, so watch it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh let's see. So, after Jesse picks up the gun, he's uh he's got it in his head that he's he's going to kill Tuco with the next uh the next drug meet, right? And this is interesting too because like Walt doesn't know what he's doing either, but he's at least thinking one step past what I should, what the next thing I need to do is. <clears throat> and he, he talks Jesse out of that. Cause like how many people are around Tuco? What are they going to do after you shoot his boss? Tuco's a crazy person who knows if one bullet's really Do you think it'll be him. like Wizard of Oz where the, they kill the Wicked Witch and everyone's kind of like, ah, oh, thank <sighs> God she's dead. So great. We're so happy. Do, yeah, I don't... Do you think it might be a little bit like that? Because I don't necessarily think he's... He's not loved. I think people are more scared of him than respect him. I guess it would make a difference if second in charge is there or not. Because mm-hmm. if it's just like his personal posse and second inch, the the VP of the cartel or VP of the gang is uh, not there, he may not see the opportunity of his ascension. So right. Tuco's boys might take exception to you shooting their boss. I don't see him having any boys, though. You don't think Gonzo would have stood up for <laughs> I don't think so. I think that guy was about done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. He didn't. He didn't have a whole lot of time to uh to 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 mess around but you know no we find out that skylar has been refusing marie's calls yeah marie's just she's she's so she she's a karen they're both karens yeah you know and she's an ultimate karen she's and i wonder 
Like, did she just make her sound so lame? Because what does she say? Uh, she says, hang? You want to hang? Oh, look, I sound hip. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I noticed that, too. I think... <laughs> I don't know. I think they're... Where, How lame okay. are you? Okay, I think that that is exactly like <clears throat> when Walt and Jesse are talking about how they're going to kill Tuco and he brings up the ricin and they're putting it in the meth and he and Jesse's like well what are we going to tell him like this is new meth who cares if it's new meth the other one he liked who cares and yeah and Walt just says just tell him that it gets the user insanely oh, yeah. high <laughs> like it's the yeah. same thing it's like old white people writing yeah. lines for old white people and it's perfect Oh, it works. It works. No, I think I'm not it's, it's bad. Like, it I, definitely works. Okay, I've completely flipped to where I think it's totally perfect and intentional that these are just lame-ass yeah. people. Oh, that, they're very lame. And this is just how lame-ass people talk. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're people that... Re- they refer to, like, if... like. If they need to look something up, they're gonna they're gonna search the Google. Uh, yeah, they're gonna go on the YouTube. They're gonna they, mm-hmm. th- these are these are just people that are kind of between between uh, generations that don't know how to speak correctly. Though Skylar is kind of savvy because she does do auctions on on eBay, but that's also very Karenish too. Very Karenish. Or, I don't know about Karenish, but but uh, eBay's are eBay's got to be the easiest entrance for that probably, that yeah. age group because it's been big for so long. Yeah, probably. It's the most familiar. They've heard eBay for yeah. 25 years, so they're like, I oh, know eBay. Gotta go on eBay. Gotta go on eBay. Sell my pottery. <laughs> gotta go on eBay. Um, yeah. Are you smoking, Pat? Uh, so Are you doing, Pat? We, do, we did find out, though, that Marie has six sessions wet left with Dave, her therapist. So there's something going on there, and Hank is at least aware of something. That well, he knows it's kleptomaniac. He does. We, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. we get that reveal later when he goes to try and talk to Skylar and get her to call Marie back. That couldn't have gone more per- poorly for him. <laughs> no, he's not great at dealing with stuff like that. No, and he's he's the best though because he's he's just a solid dude trying to do be- do right by his wife and. Yeah, he's not like, he's not a, uh, he's never put out by, I mean, he's put out, but not like, you know, put out to where like, he's going to just, just leave. He's always go going to, to help. He's always yeah. going to help. And right. I, I think that's what, like, what makes him so endearing is like, no matter what, even if it's not something that behooves him, he's willing to drop everything and lend yeah. a hand. Because he is not blood related to any of these people. This is, you know, and and I guess they live very close together. But you know, they're a they're a very close family. But I mean, it's not really his responsibility. A lot of this stuff, you know. No, no, and we'll get into that into the second episode when they start looking for Hank. Mm-hmm. How he just kind of drops everything. Um, yeah. So let's see here. What? Uh, th- okay, so Hank and Gomez also review the meth methylamine robbery here and they start making yeah that's some, fun they start making some uh some uh assumptions about who it is they're half right it is a college age kid in there at least yeah uh, yeah yeah i guess so and they make the funny observation that i sure hope they better hope that we catch them before the cartel does as mm-hmm. uh that's kind of the latter half of this season um yeah 
I like I like that is they're very they like if you've seen the show before they are telegraphing what's coming down the road you just got to pay attention oh sure well even you know a little I don't know if this was intentional but Marie with the uh, Splenda she's opening the Splenda and we know what happens with what's her name uh, with the Splenda at the very end mm-hmm. you know yeah yep. uh, I mean I don't know if that's foreshadowing or not because that's way 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 away but it isn't but that lady does do the same stuff with her splenda that marie yeah. did where she was very meticulous yeah. and i bet that's part of so you know what that makes me think that walt absolutely thought about if i needed to kill marie that's probably the way i'd do it <laughs> yeah well should have done that he probably <laughs> no marie's like honestly she's marie's on to shit more than hank is dude she's the because she's low-key the best person in the group like She's very uh, real about every one of these mm. situations. She was the first one in the uh, in the intervention to be like, "This is bullshit." Like he should be able to do whatever he wants. She is the yeah. most genuine, like real person. That's probably yeah, but she's also doesn't hyper she's annoying shit. Yeah, hyper annoying at the same time. <laughs> she seems like the anti-masker. To yeah, be no, she's for sure. No, like Hank is an anti-masker because his wife is a QAnon genius. Yes. And that's yeah. how that happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, so Walt finally notices the uh, SUV in front of the house and the cigarette, and it's got to be Tuco. And so he spends the night posted up outside the window, making sure nobody comes and attacks his, his family. Even though he already tried to rape his wife that day, he's, he's still protective of her. Um, and then about that time, the next day is when we get McGeisenberg come back into the picture and makes ricin to kill Tuco. Um, yeah. We finally get ricin mention. Yes. Which is a huge player in the show throughout the entire run. Like, don't they use ricin to kill, like, three other For people? For a lot of stuff, yeah. yeah. It's like the uh, same thing with the acid to burn the body. That just keeps showing back up. We're really mm-hmm. re- recycling ideas. I hey, love it. Hey, people love it. If it people works, it, it works. Don't don't fix what's broken, right? Or and what's not I broken. I feel like this is where we first learned about ricin, you know? Yeah. I don't know if I'd ever heard about about ricin before. Like, I think Walter no. might have given me a history lesson when he was given... Uh, jesse his history lesson there's a lot of little like macgyver or history like it's the Mythbuster. you know they did a yeah. whole episode of Mythbuster. it's it's a little bit like that in the show where it's like hey here's this cool thing we're gonna this is the uh um yeah here's like the cool uh, science the, experiment we're gonna do today the magnets you know? is probably the most famous one but they i mean it's trickled throughout the entire show uh, as they finish up the rice and Hank calls uh calls calls uh Walt just to just to chat about <laughs> about Skyler and his little interaction with Skyler. Okay, I know we've gone back to I'm going back to the well of Hank. I've got another he is the most unprofessional cop that I've ever seen in my entire life. This man makes personal calls on the case constantly and then laughs yeah, and yeah, makes yeah, yeah, jokes yeah. about dead people and then sends pictures of the dead people I to mean, civvies. I'm sure that happens civvies. a lot. I know it happens a lot. That's why it's so disgusting. Yeah. I'm sure that's not a, you know. 
I mean, we've all seen The Shield. Or <laughs> <laughs> Hank is just the, dare I say, the good version of that. He's guy. just the funny version of that, yeah. Yeah. They even well, look I, I don't similar. think he's as corrupt. I don't see him as being corrupt. No, he's not corrupt. I'll be honest, I've only watched about three or four episodes of The Shield. I've only seen two episodes. I just wasn't into it. Like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, and, and it's like... I felt like I kind of got last it. Last year, watching The Soprano. Yeah, it was like... This guy is a uncharismatic Tony Soprano, and I'm just not really into it. Yeah. I just don't know. Not my deal. Not my deal. He, so, he's, if, if Hank and Tony Soprano merge and they were just no not charismatic at all, and you kind of got be, the whole bit. What is the guy's name on that show? Uh, Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis. Was he yeah. a stone man from the Fantastic Four? He was. He was one of the stone, stone man from the, the Fantastic st- Four. <laughs> is that not his name? <laughs> Is no. it Mr. Stone, Mr. Rock? You, you know a great is he role the Rock? That Hank was it? Uh, no, it's um he's the thing. Okay, original. A great role that Hank was in was uh in what's it called? A uh, part Total Recall. He really? was uh like he said he like said something threatening to Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he had like a weird thing on his head. Huh. Yeah, he was in it. Yeah, Didn't know that. He's like a, it's like a bit part in Total Recall. That's fun. Very small part. Yeah, I like when I find uh, actors that I know in movies from like way before they got any type, like like little oh, yeah. like mid level actors. Like I saw um, uh, Merle from The Walking Dead the other day in Tombstone. Mm-hmm. I yeah. seen Tombstone hundreds of times. It's one of my favorite movies. Never noticed that that was him. Which one's Merle? Merle is. Not he, Merle is Daryl's brother. No, from uh, yeah, oh. he's also in. Yeah, in Tombstone, he was one of the cowboys that defected and started riding with White Earp. Okay, <clears throat> watch for it. Okay, they, I'll watch for it next he, time. I'll watch he re- Tombstone. He recruits him on a stormy night. He throws down his his banner. Okay. Notes. All right. Um, so after he gets the call, of course, now they are under the impression that Tuco is cleaning house and we got to get back to the house to protect the family. So Walt goes back to the house and he's sort of like avoiding Skylar's questions and she's yelling. It's very creepy. Yeah. Very weird. And I, I don't understand exactly why he's moving the money from his good hiding place to a much less good hiding place in the diaper container. But that's what he's doing. <laughs> if you could come up with one good reason, I'm I'm all ears. Um, Why was he moving the money? And the gun, because why wouldn't you just put the gun where the money was behind the thing? Because that still seems. I way... thought he was like trying to take it with him. But he was. But was he gonna take the diapers? I don't know. Because it's not like it was that much money. He could have just put that in his pocket. Mm-hmm. The gun is a weird deal. All it really did was set up for some, for thirty seconds of stress in the when he gets back. Yeah. That's pretty much God. All I hate does. that part because then he inserts the needle back in. Yeah, yeah. that's when like he could have just been like, yeah, it <sighs> fell out, nurse, nurse, it fell out. That's yeah. all you gotta do. That's some like ha- that's the thing. Like there are simple little things he could do. He has to go like a mile around. Yeah. To, I mean, there's so many things you could do. You say like, I don't know. He does uh, <laughs> like if he would spend half 
the amount of time that he spends on plotting Tuco's death or any of his big lies as he did on the small lies. Like, he would be in such a better situation. There's so many points where he could... Okay, so in this episode, the next episode, uh, Hank tells Skylar about the second cell phone. Blame that shit on the school, man. Yeah, say, hey, I got a, a staff there, you know... Just for staff calls and stuff. Yeah, and just, it's uh, just it's something the school. Uh, yeah, no, they, no they, one would ever question that. Right. But instead, like my dad has a my dad has two. I don't know if he still does, but yeah. he had had two cell phones and he it was like business calls on right. One. Yeah, because it was a company phone. Exactly, and you don't take care of personal. But knowing stuff Skyler, she would call the school. Yeah, and no, she would, she would find it. out. Yeah, no, she would. But wouldn't that be a? I don't know. That'd be better than just saying, "Oh, I don't have a second cell phone. I don't know what you're talking about." And if you have a second cell phone, wouldn't you, during the time between you getting the second cell phone and you getting caught with the second cell phone, have been like, what am I going to say when somebody finds this thing or finds out about it? How am I going to explain this? It's mm-hmm. like those things he spends zero time on that could just easily be explained away. And that's kind of how he's – all of these little things are what's getting him in trouble. Or getting mm-hmm. him or making him look suspicious. When you walk into your house and you just stand in front of the TV clicking channels like a fucking weirdo, people are yeah. gonna be suspicious of you. That's right. how that's just what it is. Or if you walk in your house and you just don't answer anybody's questions and then you just disappear, that's suspicious as fuck. You see, I think I think that's why like Carmella and um some of these other characters work a little better because in bad radio, we're actually talking about it today uh, where it's the uh, like a bunch of billionaires are like this where, Hey, the wife has an idea of what's going on, but not really, but they just, they're okay with it. Like that's, yeah. it's an it unspoken agreement. Things, right. And it eventually kind of happens. But um, again, though, I mean, I, I guess that's not the point of this, the show, right? The show is about, a normal guy turning into Scarface, right? right? So exactly. you can't really have that, right? If it's just a normal relationship, yeah. Uh, then there's always going to be questions, and yeah, I do think she still gets a bad rap because I think what else is she supposed to do? But also, she can be really annoying. Yeah, no, she definitely. I think it's just the nature of it. I is think annoying. it kind of you know goes back. To, yeah, I think it kind of goes back to what we were talking about. Marie is that like. Mm-hmm. I think at heart she's probably a, de- a good person and everything, but she's fucking annoying. I think these are just the, right. these are just four annoying human beings. To ex- an extent, yeah, I- I'd put Walter Jr. in the annoying category as well. Five annoying, human five beings. annoying human beings. That's what the show should be called. <laughs> five annoying human beings. I like it. Yeah. I would watch that show. Yeah, I would watch that show. Uh, so we we end up. I don't think he's he's a bad actor. I, I just think. It, it's the same reasons why all the characters are annoying. Yeah, no, I, I, he's I agree. I think I, he's fine. I think he's good. I just, it's the same reason why Skylar and and Hank and Marie are annoying. Yeah, it's because they ask so, so many effing questions and they. Yeah. You know. And I don't think that they're annoying because they're the foil. I think they're annoying for other reasons. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like I don't think that them being on to him is annoying. Those aren't the annoying parts to me. It's kind of the in between moments. Uh huh. So we finish up this episode with uh a phone call to Walt's phone and Jesse pulling up into the driveway, which this has got to be the worst car to try to sneak drive into anywhere. 
Yeah. And uh, turns out Tuco's in the back seat with the gun to Jesse, and we're going for a little ride. Now it's they're not. He's not trying to kill them at the uh, at this point. It's more of a hey, we're going to go to a super lab, which we'll see. And they also tease the twins. The twins are coming to take you to Mexico to yeah. go to the super lab. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I think. Uh, I think he's. At this point, I think Tuco's got them on the list of suspects, but I think they're pretty low. And I think it's mostly because of their ineptitude throughout a lot of this. I don't think that uh-huh. he really has them on his radar as folks that were trying to turn him in. You know what I mean? Like, they just, they, they don't seem like uh, that was the end game. They're just trying to make money. And I think if there's anything that Tuco understands, it's people trying to make money and how to use that mm-hmm. against them. So he would recognize, I don't think that he has them super high on the list. One thing I forgot to mention was uh, um, uh, Albertson's mention. Oh, Texas yeah. Choice. Texas, they Texas Choice. Wear your Jason Witten jersey and get 75, yeah. get, get 25% off your groceries on Sunday. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> That's uh, head coach Jason Witten. Yeah. Head coach. Uh, okay, yeah, so this episode. Um, oh, yeah, we get the meme. We get a meme in here. We get the hell yeah, Hank, hell yeah meme. Dude, is where that he's, a... uh, yeah, doing the pep talk in the, the bullpen of the police station, episode two. Oh, okay, okay. And he I does mean, the hell yeah, because they're going to find Tuco. I guess I'm not familiar with that. We're kind of blending in episodes. Yeah, there's just like a meme, the hell yeah meme, and it's <clears throat> Hank saying hell yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm more... A, more of a Jesse Pinkman meme kind of guy myself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I, I, I am always excited for a good meme on TV. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm about it. I'm Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the TV. Yes, that's, that's me. That's me. me. My meme pointing at a meme. Yes. Yes. I think that this is my favorite episode of any of the ones that we've watched so far. It's so, sure because it, it feels like a season finale. It's a, yeah, it seems seems like a season finale. I love the psychological nature to it. Uh, the bell is so Hitchcockian. Yes, and yeah. beautifully used throughout the entire episode. And of course, Tio is Tio is a fantastic character. That guy is in a lot of, and he plays yeah. a lot of different kinds of characters. He was too. in like he, uh, he was yeah. in uh, American Horror Story. That we just watched. Yeah, he was. He was, and he played a uh, um, priest, concentration right? camp victim. Oh, yep, 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 he? yep. Yeah, yeah, he was. He yeah. was trying to bust old Doctor Arden, but uh, yeah, poor Mary Eunice got to him first. So hurts to miss that yeah. one. Uh huh. Yeah, he's yeah. a very good actor. I mean, you just think that I don't know. Like he's very good at playing, like he's playing, and and then he's you know he's in uh, Better Call Saul as well. Yeah, but yeah, he's great, and he does a really good job, and I. Th- just the 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 manic nature of Tuco throughout the episode, uh, it lends to the. I, he's very good at playing a very unhinged, psych- unhinged human being. Yeah, yeah. He's got this. He if I don't know. I think if I don't want to say no other actor could have pulled Tuco off, but I think there's a select number of people out there that can pull that character off without it seeming too over the top. Yeah, because uh, it's it, over the top, but it's there's there's quiet moments, and know, there's some maybe... realism in it. Like it doesn't feel fake. Like it seems like right. that person could exist. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's because of the. Well, he looks scary too. He you looks know, like he's terrifying. A... Yeah, I don't know if he's that tall, but <laughs> he just, he's stocky, and he just looks yeah. like he looks like he could take a hit. 
Like you, yeah. it's going to take a lot more than uh, than like a sledgehammer to take him out. It feels mm-hmm. like. Uh, but he he does tell him that uh, Hank has Hank and the DEA have slapped up his whole crew, and Gonzo is his number one suspect. <clears throat> Jesse nearly reveals that they know that Gonzo is dead, and this mm-hmm. is another one of those lameo Walter moments where he like clears it up really weirdly with Tuco. So you think that your former associate is uh, flipped for the for the police? That's unfortunate. And so they kind of are. This is also where he, he tells them that the cousins are coming to pick him up and where they're going. Walter, of course, kind of like, I can't go to. I have a family. I can't go to Mexico. So you just get another one. So. Well, okay. Well, he, he took care of that protest. I don't know. Yeah. That was really kind of my big point. I don't really have a whole lot else. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think it's, we're already starting to get that. Tuco's not necessarily married to taking Jesse. Like he's kind of no, he's got a weird vendetta against him. I don't know what it is. I don't either. But... <laughs> I think it's just he's the one he knows he can intimidate. Yeah, like when he goes over to Walter and he asks him like if he can trust him, he gets right in Walter's face, and like we know Walter's not the like strongest or the most. You know, the, well, he maybe he earned a little bit of respect with I the. Think, uh, yeah, and yeah. He knows that, like, he gets in Walter's face. He's gonna be able to tell because Walter has his own shit going on. He thinks he can tell what's going on, but he gets in Walter's face and he feels like he can trust him. He doesn't even do any of that with Jesse because it it just doesn't matter to him. But he knows that Walter is the game piece. Jesse's kind of a tag along, right. He just wants to kill Jesse bad. Yeah, he just really kind of wants to kill Jesse. A yeah, guy. this is a great this is a great episode just with the uh, the TV and then the bell and then the rice in putting that in the burrito and then the mm-hmm. food switching over and, and and Uncle Tio just you know trying to trying to thwart the plan. Uh, yeah, it's it's all very well done. You know, we don't we maybe don't need to like go step by step, but no, it's it's, yeah, pretty... it's just a very well crafted episode. In that, yeah, that extent, I think. And this is just, it's just laid out perfectly. And while all the stuff at the the random house and the <clears throat> desert's happening, you have the family starting to disperse missing posters. Marie and Skyler yeah. talk about, for a second, the tiara. Skyler, mm. during all this, is surprisingly calm. Like, it's almost as if she's sort of, like, well, she, early... She's definitely... Like, the early resentment towards Walt and that second cell phone. And I feel like she's kind of, like, relieved well, that he's She's, like, gone. you know, looking at pictures of her old boss and stuff. And she, yeah. Yeah, she's kind of had it. Yeah, and I feel like deal. this is... You know, she suspects that he's gone off to kill himself or something and i yeah i think she because i know eventually she thinks he's having an affair with gretchen yeah so i don't know if that's like in her head yet i think it's in her head Mm -hmm. because there's already been a couple of i mean he's out at all hours of the night and going places and doing things so she's already very i guess suspicious here's my question if this was you what would your excuse be Ugh. 
I mean, the the want to get away one is pretty good. I don't know. That's... I think I think uh, I think uh, I think Walter played it about as smartly as you could if you did it did what he did. I'm not talking about when he's talking to the psychiatrist. I'm talking about like what are you going to say to your wife? Why are you out? Oh, why? Honestly, oh. I think because eventually, you know, when he tells her, they tell Marie and Hank, but they mention the gambling. See, that would have been my. Whole I thing would have just done time. that. From the start. From the get, that would have been my whole thing is I'm gambling. Because yes. then you've already got money that you can show. Right. Uh, you've got some some things that you can like provide evidence on. That mm-hmm. would even explain the second cell phone. You want yeah. that that's who you call your bookie on and do that yeah. sort of thing. Like it really it was the gambling thing, which I think is pretty close. I feel like we're in the in the vicinity of that excuse. I think that's season three or four. Is it? I feel like maybe it's three, not that maybe far three. Away. Is it because he? I mean, it's after he tells her, way after. Is it? Yeah, because he because uh he tells her, and then Hank, remember he gets like really injured, and he, they need physical therapy for Hank, and he's like, hey, yeah, that's let's right. just tell them about it's gambling. I think that should have been the story from the start. Yeah, it would have been mine. Mine from uh, that would have definitely been in the top two or three for sure. I mean, how far are they away from Vegas? A few I hours. mean, there's, dude, they're in New Mexico. There's, there's yeah. casinos in New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, I'm in casinos all night, gambling, playing blackjack, and hitting it big. Just, you can even right make the that. Yeah, I just want to earn some money. Yeah, I mean, it you makes. Guess you'd t- have to learn how to play it, but yeah, but still, it's still, it's ton- It makes tons of sense, and that would that that would have been my go-to excuse. I sp- yeah, it, yeah, especially if you already had it in your head as a as a, a potential one. That seems like the best way to go. Yeah. Can, a couple years later, you could have blamed it on Uber. <laughs> yeah. Uber driving. I'm an Uber driver. That You see, this show would not work in 2021. Just get a, because get a, there's a so hustle. Many better excuses. Hey, I'm doing top uh, tops cards. What are, I'm hey. doing hoop, top uh Yeah, hoops. top shots. I'm top doing shot. top shots. Bought doing my first, top shots. Can't. Bought my first moment this week, Trey. Nice. I can feel the money coming towards me. I need, so money. I need some money. so much money uh let's see here so it's very interesting so like hank we're just talking about this and his willingness to help so hank like takes time off to find walt like he full-on drops everything to like investigate walt's disappearance he goes and talks to jesse's mom uh, he does tell tell Skylar about the second cell phone, which we've already talked about. Well, but he then, doesn't tell her it's Marie who lets it slide. Yeah, she does. She she does because he doesn't. He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna bring that up because that's an that's a you know between them issue. Yeah, and he but, feels uh, like Marie it's unrelated, it and uh, which it you know if maybe he had spent a little bit more time on the second cell phone, maybe he would have be would be arresting Walt. Instead yeah, of, I mean, there's uh, a lot of. I mean, the whole thing with Jesse seems like such a odd, because like he knows that because she brings up like, hey, what, what? It's maybe it's this Jesse guy, which she's kind of right in a way, like, but it's you know like he's, and then she's talking about getting addicted to pot. Yeah, know, yeah. She's an idiot. But I mean, like, think about how close he is. Not just to, like that is so close and like catching he's Walt, fought, trying like, to find the car. Right, like he fucking and he's not found putting Walt. two and two together. Yeah, yeah. And, and and they know that Walt and Jesse have this relate. Now we get in the third episode why the Jesse end of things goes cold, but man, like how many times already has has Hank been just that close from catching Walt? 
we're in the the second episode of the third season and like he's already like way up his butt yeah it's uh it makes like i said the cracks in hank's copness and like top copness are starting to show in some of these episodes because it just it's all right there i don't know like you gotta and i think it's maybe more easy because we know what's going on we know and and the extent of what's happening and, and Walt has never showed any kind of capacity for any of this criminal behavior. But I if mean, it so... wasn't Walt, if it was anybody else, even if it was somebody that had never shown any propensity for crime, he would be investigating everything related to yes. that car and Jesse right. and whoever he might've been with. And that would include Walt at this point because Walt disappeared right. during the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's all very, and then all oh, the cars located here. Here's, why is he, you know, why is Tuco here with Jesse's car? Right. And, you know, yeah, it's all very scary. Yeah, he never questions Walt about Jesse. Ever. Nope. Like, hey, how do you, so you know this guy, Jesse? You know that he's like, doing all this stuff? And and it makes a lot of sense because he wasn't really supposed to be there. Hank right. wasn't. Like, and he runs into a huge target on their list. So. The target. He, it was the, the target. Hunt. The guy, and like, which makes not, him look like he's trying to be super cop, you know, trying exactly. to be a hero, and he's not, and he just stumbled upon there. He kind of like, this is like the benefit, the first benefits of chasing Walt. He's finally catching like some monetary and some like professional mm-hmm. benefit from chasing whoever this character is that he's looking for. And like, he's about to get a promotion because of it. He's the whole office is in love with him just because he flipped on the dead eye to shoot Tuco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was your breaking. Uh, that was your Red Dead joke. Okay. That was my Red Dead joke. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. Like he's uh, he, they they do a good job of of making him kind of, kind of a a badass for a little bit. You know, right mm-hmm. there. Well, he moment. is a, he is a badass. It's like yeah. uh, the mental side of things. He's not as adept to it as he thinks he is, and is like out of. He his... seems like a fun guy to hang out with. Maybe yeah. have a few beers. As like, as He's the fun as, uncle, I got as, an uncle who's not as broy, but kind of just as bro. He's not like as like crass, but he's sort of that similar like, hey man, how you doing, Trey man? Yeah, hey, I, you know. I feel like Hank is as an investigator not refined enough. No, to to pin Walt down, Walt's. Like we were just saying, like he his problem isn't the big lies, you know. Like he's able to hide those pretty well. It's the smaller mm-hmm. ones, and the the details and the the way in which Walt's meticulous nature lends to hiding that. It's just so far away from Hank to even be able to sniff out. Yeah, like he just he just it's just not even on the radar, even though there's been in the first nine episodes a lot of things that would point to Walt as being a person of interest <laughs> at least once mm-hmm. <laughs> at least once you know well, maybe twice Couple. i mean the the yeah this the equipment at the school yeah big one the, yeah and then the, and then this these are the two big uh big whiffs from hank then the other whiff with whiff with jesse where he uh can't seem to get him pinned down for being involved in the scenario yeah so 
we start out the third episode after the escape from Tuco and them running into the desert and burying the gun with Walt. Walt's uh, plan, and Jesse tells us this is a pretty bold plan, Mr. White. You sure you want to go this way? Just warning the audience, hey, this is going to be a wild ride for the next 47 yeah. minutes. And we get the next 47 minutes to watch it, watch it play out, and... I don't, this is one that I don't know that I could have come up with a better plan than, than Walt. Yeah, so, gets naked, Get goes into a grocery happen. store. Hard to argue with a naked guy. I love the lady, like, going on this, yeah. this weird, like, wild goose Scat, yeah. chase. When you get to the tidy whities you know something's gone horribly, horribly wrong. He likes to get naked. You see him naked a lot in this he show. He does, he strips down quite a bit. He's Yeah. yeah interesting choice maybe it's that a guy that age still into the the tidy whitey but like that's that was mm-hmm. that hasn't been in my in my repertoire for quite some time no that's what my i think my dad chooses the time maybe not anymore i don't know i don't really look at my dad's underwear but yeah i haven't he checked used to my rock dad's the tidy whitey, yeah. yeah my dad did too i my dad I haven't checked mine mine's uh underwear drawer in a little while either mm-hmm. uh okay i have one question they refer to this as a supermarket now I, I've always it looked ref- like a Seven Eleven to okay. me. I mean, I, I'm not really lo- arguing about the size. I'm more talking about regional semantics. Uh, supermarket versus grocery store. I usually say grocery store. I've always said grocery store. I've never heard supermarket. Or I mean, I've heard, I've heard of it, supermarket. But I, yeah, I don't just... like. Pe- I've never heard somebody be like, "I'm going to the supermarket." Here. Yeah, I guess I've not heard that either here just a I little, guess side, it's a a little sidebar yeah just a little sidebar there uh so he gets back and he claims that he's he has no memory but maybe maybe it was all the meds and the chemo don't you think that could have could have been the thing and then that's perfect for scholar because she is such a freaking oh it must be this it must be this. all the things and and yeah. all all the She's information and all of that oh my stuff, god yeah. oh my god it must be this it must be this yeah, they give us these warning labels why aren't you so long read the god, fucking she's... label lady read the label she's such okay? a karen yeah, yeah yeah uh and so he uh they do tell him like yeah you're not getting out we can't just let somebody that blacks out for two days out of the hospital so they they force him to go into this uh this uh, psyche eval with this this uh, psychologist, and we get the uh, the Sopranos confidentiality <laughs> yeah. uh, discussion, so that he it's can, a little I, less interesting than the Sopranos, but yeah, no, he doesn't tell you know, everything, but he hey, does. <laughs> just so you know, uh, I can't tell you. Uh, we were having a coffee, and uh, I can't do Tony Soprano. It, it just sounds good. like a. I thought it, it was sounds good. like a. Well, sounds like a pig uh, from we were inseparable. Yeah, it does a little bit sound like Pete Rose's sister. Yeah, Pete Rose's sister. Yeah. So he he God. does he tells the he tells the doctor. Could you just watch Sopranos again? Or <laughs> I kind of want to. Let's just forget uh, about Breaking Bad. Go yeah, back. Forget about Breaking Bad. Who we cares? need to go back. Um. So he tells Ooh, the doctor lost. he just needed to get away. And I mean, yeah, that's I, I is that even partially true for him? I, I would say kinda, somewhat. It's not lying. I don't think it. I mean. <sighs> In this particular I, situation, no, it's not true. He was no, kidnapped. No, but no, yeah. 
I think that's part I, of the reason. I mean, I think a lot of the stuff he said is totally true. Like he's watched his friends, his colleagues, and everybody surpass him in every way possible. He's an extremely overqualified teacher, and he has cancer that he'll be dead from in eighteen months. Why the right. fuck wouldn't you run? The away? stresses of life, yeah, yeah. Like, I, but I don't think he wants to abandon his family, though. No, that's but it's a great what he's doing. Yeah, no, I mean, it's and, definitely. And I, I think he even kind of explains it as like after a few, it was just time to come home. Like I, yeah, it was just time to come home. And like, I think that all plays really well. I think if you're a doctor and you're hearing that, I think that all makes a lot of sense. And I, like I said, I think it's, uh, I think that's 75% of what's going on in his head anyway, you know, minus the meth. Sure. Yeah. The meth that's- and all of the MacGyver things that he could be doing. <sighs> Yeah, the cool. The cool science projects he could blow a door off of something with. All the rice and he could be making. <laughs> Whoa! All the rice that he could be making. Yeah. Uh, so much rice. Yes, that's good. Okay, and then the second part of the plan starts to come together as Jesse is obviously going to be a suspect for Tuco shooting because we. I guess we start out with the DEA's review of Hank's. Officer Wouldn't they shooting. go into that house and see four plates of food? You would think maybe Tuco did the dishes. Rice and I don't think so. I don't think there was. You don't think Tuco to... did? It seemed like there. No, there was definitely a little time from eating burritos there to was. transitioning to the TV because everybody okay. had moved okay. into that room. So I think Tuco did the dishes. Okay. He, he okay, doesn't seem okay. like... The, but it was his T.O.'s house. Maybe there's a rule that dishes get cleaned. He's yeah. mostly respectful of his T.O. He is wearing it. Wasn't he wearing an apron? He, I think he might have been. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that was good. one of the fun... I don't know why it was so funny watching well, Tuco I make think, them burritos. I think anytime it's some big, scary guy wearing an apron, it's always funny. Doing some sort of household chore. It just yeah, makes it, it just, it's funny. <laughs> Aprons are funny. Like, he's he's this mean, horrible person, but he made burritos. He is very making burritos. Those look really good. They did, you know, though, didn't would, they? Yeah. I would eat them. Uh, I would Give definitely me the have rice a burrito. burrito. Yeah. I don't care. Give it to me. Give me the me. rice and one. Yeah, yeah. It'll be good. It'll be really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have the little DEA review, and they're basically like, so you're a fucking hot shot and went out there and killed this guy by yourself. Yeah? Damn, you're awesome. That was crazy. Can't believe it. And he, He's him- very, like professional though too yeah. like it's not yeah it's it wasn't like uh, a, if gomi were there when he shot him it would have been a lot more like when gonzo they found gonzo i think yeah but when you're doing the review you got to kind of put your your game face on put your business sure. suit on tie the tie nice and tight make sure it's straight and tell the story as is uh but i think he uh yeah you're right he was very professional about it uh let's see so they the next part is is uh Jesse goes back to his house. He's waiting on the cops to leave. I feel like he should have maybe waited another couple of minutes. You can yeah. still see the dust from their car flown up mm-hmm. in the air yeah. when he ran in there. But, uh, you know, do what you're going to do. I don't know why you pick Badger to be your guy to Yeah, help. that's a bad idea. Get Skinny Pete seemed like he had, he had shit more under control, you know? But does Skinny Pete have a cousin that has a tow truck? No. Uh, he might. I don't know. Have you asked Skinny Pete yet? That's the real I've question. I've not asked Skinny Pete if okay. he has a tow truck yet. So he's so, not off the table. I trust Skinny yeah. Pete 
more than I trust Badger with it. Oh, 100%. 100%. On looks, I don't know that I would say that. Cause skinny He's a bit sketchy. Does, yeah, skinny bit sketchy. a little sketchier, but off of uh, off of previous uh previous experience badger ain't your guy no yeah not he's not your guy he's way too busy humping meth methylamine you see like and, and i've always thought this i think badger and skinny pete seem way more like potheads than they do meth heads yeah but skinny pete looks like a meth head he does look like a meth head but like Badger, just like yeah, the way they act and the way they talk about it, it sounds more like doing like like smoking a bunch of weed or doing mushrooms. Yeah, I, agree. I don't know. Like I don't know. Like because meth seems like such a hardcore drug, right? And they just seem like low level burnouts to me. Yeah, like they don't. And then it, I think it even gets worse as the show goes on. Not worse, but like because like they start just like acting like stoners, and it's like, aren't they supposed to be like really into meth? But I feel like as the show went on, talking they, about Star Trek. Yeah, as the like show they went on, they ever watched like, Star Trek. They transition them into more they do, yeah. of a pothead role rather than yeah, that, heads. Yeah, that can you know, and that's just maybe just not. I don't know, like maybe because it's not it's not that believable that a meth head but, could be that productive. But but I mean, they definitely show in the show like meth heads, like that house they go to with the kid. Like that, uh, where, you know, Jesse kind of saves the kid. It's Mm -hmm. that's like very destructive and, and, and horrible scene, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't know. I I feel like it's it's not uh, bad because they're enjoyable characters to watch, you know, and And I think they're doing, I think what they're trying to do is show you the spectrum too of like, not everybody is totally hooked on it. Maybe they just think it's a badass drug that they could use every now and then. Doesn't uh-huh. always work out that way, but I, I don't know what their intention is behind that. But they, I don't know. They I, definitely I don't know too much transition. about math either. So that's the know. other part is I'm not real sure about it. I read yeah, a little thing about it, still not sure. So I just moved on. Moved on. Um, yeah. So Hank is being lauded for killing Tuco. They have a little party with a little fat, fat Hank on it, with a little fat cake Hank, which yeah. is cool. And they bring. The, the Jesse interrogation isn't going so good. They've got they they went and got him and Wendy at the at the hotel. Why is he? I guess I mean as a as an alibi, yeah, she's good. But I mean Jesse, that's like Jesse's girl. He could go. He, that guy's like a good looking young guy. He could get any girl. Why does he have to go for? Well, he does get a goth girl. He so. does get a goth girl. Yeah, and he uh, you know. I guess when she does easy, meth with easy. them. So yeah, she does right? meth with them. She she may be addicted to meth, but her real problem is those fucking root beers, my man. Yeah, she probably needs to lay off any kind of sugar. No sugary drinks. You know, cavities. you're already you're messing those teeth up already pretty good. So let's yeah. let's lay off the sugary drinks. At least it is a root beer, so she's not getting too hyped up on caffeine. Sure, there's that. But I would just uh, you're you're fiending for a root beer. Worse than you are any of the other drugs that you could be on, right? Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I liked, uh, I liked that. So this is another part where the cracks of Hank's facade are starting to show through because she remembers him. Yeah, from bringing uh, Walter Junior down there to talk. And to I him. love how that that whole story skewed to he's a football player that he was trying to have yeah. get someone to have sex with. <laughs> like the whole story just sounds weird now. Yeah, and even Gomez is kind of like, look, man, we don't really have a whole lot on Jesse, and I kind of believe him. 
Mm-hmm. And Hank still wants to take one more whack at this whole thing, so he brings in Tio. Yeah, is and this is a great scene. Yeah, memorable scene. scene where you know he tells me Jesse tells him this guy doesn't even know what planet he's on. So <laughs> are we on Mars? Are we on planet Earth? Ding! And we just bring the whole Hitchcockian mm-hmm. bell system back, and we're right back in the tenseness with that fucking bell. And he's answering questions, and, and he just or not shit. answering questions, sort of not answering questions. And then because he he's old school, he's not gonna talk to the EA. Yeah, on the floor, and the oh my god, <laughs> it's the best. Oh my gosh, he just leaks his ass out right there in front of everybody. And uh Gomi tells him, like, look, he's OG, he ain't gonna help the feds. That was never gonna work. We I told you that from the beginning. So they finally have to let Jesse go. And they goes get, to Waffle he, House. He does get to go to Waffle House. That does seem like a, a meth place to go. Yeah, it does. Have you, I've only I been love to Waffle, Waffle House. House. No, I've only I've... been to Waffle House twice. You need to go when you're drunk. That's when it's the best. Well, yeah, I yeah. suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. Uh, I've been to Waffle House a few times. So Walt and I guess Skyler, Sky, I don't remember where this actually falls in because I wrote it late in my notes, but Skyler confronts Walt about the second phone. I think this might be at the very end. It's right It's right in that general area. Uh, so he, she confronts him about the phone and we kind of talked right about it. right at the because that's the last note I wrote. Yeah, well, they, do have, might, they do also have his grill. Yeah, yeah, I think that's um, the last grill, thing. Yeah. They give him give it to him as a gift, which is mm-hmm. right back to unprofessionalism on Hank's part. Oh, sure. But she um she confronts him about the about the phone and he just said, "Oh, I I don't know what you're talking about. That's weird. I don't have a yeah. second phone." Yeah. I still, you know, we kind of talked about it a minute ago. I don't want to get too deep into it, but I just don't know wh- why he thinks that that that's going to work. No, it's it's not been working for him. His lies, you know, Skyler sees right through all of them. Yeah, but yeah, like again, it's mm-hmm. just hey, you you come up with the business reasons. Yeah, the school brought gave us all cell phones, and well, who called you? Uh, the principal. Yeah, principal, and I just hung up the phone because I was they out. They were of it. I, following sorry. up on reordering the new science equipment for the lab, mm-hmm. and I was making. They were wanted to check with me to make sure that they had the list correct. Yeah, done. Donezo. <laughs> done. Or we, we go don't... with the go with the whole gambling thing. It was a bookie. I I was scared. Well, that's what they yeah. actually. That's like, even. Yeah, it should have been the excuse from the start. <laughs> Yeah, you would just think that the way he treats the big lies and how he he he's so meticulous about his formulas and and creating well, rice. Well, I think sort of thing, things are big lies. I think you're just thinking of big plans. Like the big lies are second cell phone or what am I doing at night? Why am I always away? Why am I acting so weird? And cancer only can only you know go so far, right? Yeah, I guess I guess it, it's just. With as well as he's hiding some things, he's just not even giving any time of day to others that are right. vital parts and, of the plan. And I think he's just like banking on, oh yeah, she's my wife and he's my son. They'll love me forever. They won't question yeah. my intentions, and they are. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the gambling. That's the gambling choice. is. This just feels like the time that the gambling should have come in. That's yes. why I would have would have gone for it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, let's see. I want to make sure I got just got all my little. I think I think these couple of episodes really show the like impact on the people around Jesse and Walt. Like you see the the pain that it's causing his mom in the second episode talking to talking to Hank about about Jesse's whereabouts and then Jesse calls his dad and he's already been updated with the police coming by so he's not giving him giving Jesse right. a ride home. The stress that Walt has caused his family the last few days he was missing and just the I mean, Hank dropping everything to it go find him. You know, and you mentioned uh, that they were wanting to kill off Hank. You know, that was their idea. Like, I could easily see that ending up another way. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, that would have been a very easy switch. Um, it, I think Dean, I think Dean Norris showed his. Uh, I think he played his way onto the field. Yeah. For the yeah. rest of for the rest of his time on there. Yeah. But he made uh, it to the second to last episode. You can see it's very interesting to see how the writer strike affected that first season and how just probably for the better, probably for the better, and how how um, a couple of players ended up just showing out their talent to where like this this character needs to be part of the show going down the road and yeah. changed the outlook of the way the show played out in the early days. Even, uh, even I think maybe my two favorite characters, uh, um, Saul Goodman and um, uh, God, I'm not doing great, great today. Saul and uh, oh, you know, uh, um, Gus. Gu- yeah, not Gus, but uh, Gus is great too. Um, 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 oh my God, Saul and Tortuga. No, he's the in cousins the, he's in the show. No, it's uh, the fixer. And oh, everyone's favorite. Well, uh, Mike Ermintrout. Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah. So Saul and Mike, uh, like they, those guys weren't even really supposed to be in the show that long either, right? And I think like yeah. Mike was almost like an accident. Like they didn't, they needed someone to do this, so they just got Mike. And then like those characters, uh, and I don't think Saul was supposed to be in it for very long, but those characters kind of. Do you think a lot of shows are this flexible on this? Because there's a lot of characters in this that, like, it's very apparent you. from when they were introduced that they weren't supposed to be long-term pieces, maybe three or four episode pieces. Mm-hmm. But they're, you know, Saul Goodman is a great, it's a seminal character in TV, obviously. Yeah. But like, Well, I mean, he has like, his own show. Yeah, so. and Mike Ehrmantraut is another yeah. really classic character and it's very and you could argue he's got his own show too because that show is kind of half and half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shows, absolutely. You know, it's 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 crazy that they like. And and I mean, Hank is the same thing. Jesse, the same thing. Is yeah. Like they could have played this a very yeah. different way, and it, I'm really glad they did it the way they did. And it's I, 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 I would mean, it's love smart to improvising, right? I mean, very. Lost had that with Ben because yeah. Ben wasn't. Ben was a. Uh, they were. They thought like, okay, he's gonna be on for a few episodes. Well, they say their idea was that he, if he might be the leader of the others, if the if the actor works well, yeah, and it worked well, like really well. So they made him. They had character. like alternate endings where he could have been right. like a, a spy figure. If it didn't work thing. out, you know, yeah. yeah. But then that character. But that was almost so great. seems kind of planned, whereas these others just sort of played out that way. Yeah, you know? yeah. Hmm. 
Like I, I just I just wonder how many other shows have been this flexible in like big pieces like this. It's I bet you there's pieces. been I bet you there's I'm sure there are, but, but those are like I, four I, massive pieces though. Right. And I want like I'm sure there are definitely shows where it's happened once or twice, but four for this big like these And now, who huge... knows? Like maybe it was just like an idea then oh we're gonna change our mind or I don't know. Yeah. Like because I'm sure I'm sure it's I, I don't know, like, because I don't know how much they plan the show out, right? Sure, maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but I I, I don't know. It's uh, it's but no, it's 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 definitely it's cool and interesting, and I and I would like to know more shows that have done this. Yeah, and I just know sure a lot of shows have ever done it. A lot of showrunners and writers are so married to their own content that they they like if it's not something they planned for, they're not necessarily interested in in changing it. You know? Right. Yeah. But that doesn't seem to be the way they did did uh, Breaking Bad, which is good for us, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the first three episodes of the season. We got three more episodes next week. We're gonna. You're talk dang about, right, uh, Trey. I'll have bad. I'll have um. I'll have plenty of time to consume these episodes, as Thursday is the day my uh, my baby boy is being born. Oh, no, so I've got two weeks off from the regular job and. Countless okay. hours during the night to watch TV. You're not gonna go hang with your wife in the hospital. Uh, well, hopefully we'll only be there for a couple days, and we should be home by Saturday. Okay. And then it's... well, I hope everything goes well. Me too, man. Me too. Baby life. You know, I can Baby make life. jokes, but that would be bad karma. So I'm not gonna do it. Please, because I'm not gonna say. Well, I'm not even gonna say that on air. <laughs> Ah, uh, Travis, we're having fun here, man. Good luck with your baby. Uh, hope it's a healthy boy, and he has all ten fingers and ten toes. All right. Well, thank you, Trey. I hope and he doesn't, he have, doesn't a have a and no tails and extra toes. That'd be great. Yeah. That's all we well, want. Well, if he has six fingers on each hand, he might be like a savant pianist, and you might luck out cash. You know, cash flow. Yeah. Or that like, might actually well, be good. Yeah, no, if or, he does have extra... Yeah. You don't want extra toes. Extra fingers no, is probably fine. No, you want fine. extra fingers. Yeah. You want extra fingers for the guitars and the, and the pianos. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can be a musician. Yeah. yeah Actually, no, that's you a good be plan. hoping for that. You should be hoping for that. All right, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll keep you in the loop. Let your, tell your wife, Let's. how do we get this baby to come out with six fingers on each hand? Unfortunately, I feel like we probably would have made, needed to make some changes earlier in the pregnancy, but I'll see right. what I can get done. I'll see okay. what I can get done. Okay. That's the way to do it. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.